Weight Loss with Love, hosted by Gina Mendoza, a new podcast on Expert Channel. Expert Channel is an international online media solution for thought leaders, business owners, brands and organizations that want to build an impactful, profitable business. Hi, my name is Gina Mendoza and I'm a clinical exercise physiologist and dance practitioner. I'm also author of Weight Loss with Love and that's what I'm here to continue speaking with you about today on Expert Channel TV. Now, in today's episode, I'd like to talk about changing our relationship with food and eating. And a place to start is something very fundamental like portion size. Now, I know that portion size is something most people will be familiar with hearing about because your health practitioner may have already suggested, you may have read about, you know, if I'm having something like pasta or rice, I should only have a half a cup or something like that. But it goes a little further than that with portion size because as my daughter, who's an Australian nutritionist said to a group we we ran a while ago, she advised everyone, it depends. Portion size actually depends on the individual. There are a, a couple of factors involved with that. It's not just to do with the person's size, it's to do with the person's energy requirements and their own individual needs, depending on them and their lifestyle. So when we look at portion size, it really does depend, doesn't it? So now what do we put on our plates? And really going back to portion size, I've spoken with people who've said, I don't know how to, how much to eat anymore. I really don't know how much. And this is because they have been eating in a way where hunger has not actually been part of the equation anymore. And I did talk about that in the last episode. So if you need to revise that, have a, have a look at the first episode and in the book, I go over this in a lot more detail in all the chapters. As I said in the last episode, these talks are not strictly following the structure of the book. It's more of an overview just to help you on your journey in this process of transitioning towards healthy eating, health towards health, being a healthy weight having a healthy lifestyle. This is not about being on a diet. So going back to portion size, which sounds a bit like a diet, doesn't it? Portion size is a very individual thing. And how much then, how much do I need? Well, there'd be some basic parameters, but a really, really good way of working out how much to put on a plate is if you're thinking of having a guest over for dinner, all right, and you want to make the plate look beautiful, you're not gonna to wanna to make it look overcrowded or, you know, like <laughs> piled high in a mountain or too small. You'll want them to look at that plate and say, oh, that looks lovely. Oh, that's beautiful. 
you know, I really, you've taken care with that. Well, portion size has a lot to do with the care that we put into what we put on our plate for us, not just for everyone else. I know a lot of us are probably in a caring type position where we're feeding other people, preparing their meals. That won't apply to all of us, of course, but many of us will be in that position. And sometimes we forget about us and okay, so what would be right for me? So if you were making, preparing a lovely dish for someone, that would probably be the right amount for you to put on your plate for yourself. Now, given portion size depends on the individual, but just as a basic parameter, what looks like a lovely meal that's been done with care is about the right size, not too big. You know, I come from a time when in my culture anyway, they used to say, oh, you need to give a man a good size meal and you need to, you know, you know, for the meat eaters anyway, you need to put a lot of meat on their plate. Well, that's not necessarily helpful either because we can be piling up our loved one's plates, piling it with, with love, and sometimes it's too much. So that's why if we think about it from having a guest at the table, in that perspective, it kind of puts it into a different context for us. And we think, hmm, well, I wouldn't be piling up their plate like that, would I? They, what would they think about me? You know, why would they think I wanted to feed them so much food? So portion size is an interesting one. And I think sometimes with ourselves, we might forget, we might be not thinking about what we might need and just throw on our plate at the last minute. Now, speaking of plates, that's another one. If we're going to eat, and many of you will have heard this before, if we're going to eat something, do put it on a plate. Because if we're going and we're just taking something out of a bag, you know, say if we, we're getting some nuts or some dried fruit or something from the fridge and we're just taking it, we're eating bits and pieces, there's no regulation at all of portion size in there, is there? No. And particularly if we're hungry or particularly even if we're not hungry and we're just reaching for things. So this is why as a bit of self-regulation, it's really much better, in fact, it's really, I really do recommend putting our food on a plate so we can see what we've got there. We're thinking about what we're putting on that plate. You know, if we were going to have, say we're thinking a salad might be a nice thing to have for lunch. Say we're thinking that, just as a healthy example. Well, we might, we wouldn't, I don't think we wouldn't put some chocolate biscuits on our salad plate, would we? No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. So this is why it's a good idea to put the food on the plate and, you know, keep it in the context of a meal, not as just some sort of random grabbing of something to put in your mouth because you're hungry or whatever. 
um, it's much better to put it on a plate. And the next thing is, when it comes to us and food, are we, are we thinking about what we're putting into our bodies when we're thinking about what we're putting onto our plate? I'm not sure. I think that sometimes if we're not thinking about being within a healthy lifestyle, we might, might just be thinking of, okay, I'm just going to eat that now because it's this time or because I think I'll have that now. Now, if it becomes a situation where we're really not paying much attention to the nutrition that's going into our bodies, and in fact, we might have got into a routine of really just reaching for what I talked about in the last episode, those trigger foods. Now, what if we're getting to a situation where that's really mostly what we're eating? You know, it can really turn into a bit of a vicious cycle, can't it? If we're eating something that's really unhealthy, like a, a fast food, a trigger type food taste, it's it kind of feeds that taste in a way, doesn't it? So it's almost like we're not going to be even thinking about having healthy food when we've been eating junk, junk food that's not really real food. So it's really worth stopping to consider that. If we've been eating junk food, takeaway food, and we can, if we stop, we can feel it in our bodies. We might not notice it when we get used to it, but boy oh boy, if we remove those types of takeaway junk type foods, if we really do remove them from our diet, and then when we have some, we can really feel it. What does that tell us? It's not a good thing for our bodies to get used to, to get used to being, you know, having that toxicity in our systems. It's just, it's, it's not good. So if we think about us and what we're eating, just imagine if we were our own child. Now I know, you will, you will have also heard, I'm sure, and if you haven't, I'll tell you now, about our inner child. So our inner child is somebody we're also feeding because it's still us, isn't it? We all were a child once, we were. And that inner child is wanting to be looked after, and wanting to be loved and wanting to be cared for. And quite often our responses to things when they're kind of our trigger responses to things is really our child speaking, our child crying, our child feeling hurt. You know, all those things we felt when we were children, it's still part of us. It's just that as we grow, we learn to either squash that away or we learn to understand about why we might be reacting in the way we're reacting. Well, if we had that inner child and we were thinking now, what would I feed my child? I want to make sure they're feeling 
loved and nurtured and the food they're going to be eating is going to make them feel that way, like I've cared for them. So if you start looking at eating in that context, it really changes our relationship with food at a very fundamental level, doesn't it? Because eating and food is for nourishment. It is for fuel so we can go about our day. For a child, it's so they can grow and they can be healthy. And so I'd really urge us to look at thinking about when we're putting food on our plate, stop and think, okay, if I was gonna be feeding this to my child, would that be a healthy meal for them? Now, would that be a healthy meal for me? And how much love am I going to be feeling when I know I've cared for myself, my inner child? So really, it's a very interesting one, isn't it? When we consider portion size, what we put on our plate and how that could have so much to do with loving ourselves, caring for ourselves. Okay, so I think we'll finish there. We don't need to cover everything in one session. Of course, I'll be back and I'm really enjoying speaking with you. Stay in there because this is definitely a weight loss transition process that's worth staying with because as you move through this process, you're going to feel lighter and so much better. So on that note, I'll say goodbye and see you next time. Gina's book, Weight Loss With Love, is available on Amazon.com.